This is an RBR News Link. A date has been set for when parishes in the Minnesota Diocese may return to limited public masses. Yesterday, the bishops released a letter explaining they are united in their conviction that they can safely resume public masses, giving parishes permission to begin them on Tuesday, May 26th. Parishes will be required to follow the strict protocols that have been published for sanitation and social distancing, and will have to limit attendance to one-third of the seating capacity of the church. The bishops have also made it clear that the obligation to attend Sunday Mass remains suspended. The full letter, which was also sent to Governor Walls, can be found on each diocesan website. In the Diocese of Sioux Falls, ordinations to the priesthood and diaconate will move forward at the end of May with COVID-19 precautions in place. The diaconate ordination will be Thursday, May 28th at 11 a.m. Central at the Cathedral in Sioux Falls, and the ordination of the priesthood will be Friday, May 29th at 11 a.m. Central also at the Cathedral. Both Masses are by invitation only, but will be live-streamed on the diocesan website and YouTube channel. This has been an RPR News Link. Real Presence Live. It's this really powerful sense of, okay, you're seen, you're known, you're missed if you're not here. Local. It's that good crop of corn or beans or wheat or whatever it is that you do that, you know, you grow it, you grow it to the Lord, and if it doesn't come about, you just have to be patient and say, well, there's always next year. Engaging. Evangelization is the fruit of the love of God being poured into the hearts of Jesus' friends. Live. This is our charism, to be witnesses of Jesus' real presence in the Eucharist. Good morning. Welcome to all of you. This is Father Mike Malloy. I'm here with a few of my good friends, and we are ready to begin the Real Presence Live for this next couple of hours. And we'll begin it by the celebration of the Mass for Thursday of the sixth week of Easter, I believe. If my memory serves me correctly, the days sort of are blending together right these days. But um, we're ready to pray together, and we are grateful that you have joined us to celebrate the Mass today. Let's take a moment and place ourselves in the presence of God as we begin. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Brothers and sisters, let us acknowledge our sins and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. I confess to, to Almighty God, God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. God, who made your people partakers in your redemption, grant, we pray, that we may perpetually render thanks for the resurrection of the Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. 
Paul left Athens and went to Corinth. There he met a Jew named Achilla, a native of Pontus, who had recently come from Italy with his wife Priscilla, because Claudius had ordered all the Jews to leave Rome. He went to visit them, and because he had practiced the same trade, stayed with them and worked, for they were tent makers by trade. Every Sabbath he entered into discussions in the synagogue, attempting to convince both Jews and Greeks. When Silas and Timothy came down from Macedonia, Paul began to occupy himself totally with preaching the word, testifying to the Jews that the Christ was Jesus. When they opposed him and reviled him, he shook out his garments and said to them, Your blood be on your heads. I am clear of responsibility. From now on, I will go to the Gentiles. So he left there and went to a house belonging to a man named Titus Justus, a worshiper of God. His house was next to a synagogue. Crispus, the synagogue official, came to believe in the Lord, along with his entire household and many of the Corinthians, who heard, believed, and were baptized. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord has revealed to the nations his saving power. The Lord has revealed to the nations his saving power. Sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done wondrous deeds. His right hand has won victory for him, his holy arm. The Lord has revealed to the nations his saving power. The Lord has made his salvation known. In the sight of the nations he has revealed his justice. He has remembered his kindness and his faithfulness toward the house of Israel. The Lord has revealed to the nations his saving power. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation by our God. Sing joyfully to the Lord, all you lands. Break into song, sing praise. The Lord has revealed to the nations his saving power. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, A little while and you will no longer see me, and again a little while later, and you will see me. Some of his disciples said to one another, What does this mean that he is saying to us? A little while and you will not see me, and again a little while and you will see me, and because I am going to the Father. So they said, What is this little while of which he speaks? We do not know what he means. Jesus knew that they wanted to ask him, so he said to them, Are you discussing with one another what I said, a little while and you will not see me, and again a little while and you will see me? Amen, amen, I say to you, you will weep and mourn while the world rejoices. You will grieve, but your grief will become joy. The Gospel of the Lord. 
praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. As I reflected on the uh, readings for today, the first reading caught my attention. Um, you know, throughout the whole of the Acts of the Apostles, if you, if you kind of sit down and, and read it kind of in one setting, there's an enormous amount of energy that's going on on the part of the, the preachers of, in the early Christian church. The energy doesn't necessarily mean everything's okay because they have disagreements and arguments and things like that. But it, there's this, there, is this, um, there is this impetus and this push to share the good news. Um, and we see that again today in this reading as Paul goes to Corinth. Um, and I had the privilege several years ago of being able to go to uh, Corinth and to stand in the in the place in the kind of the public square where Paul preached, it was really kind of amazing. So as I listen to this, I'm envisioning all of those things going on in my own head. But what what I found really striking in this one is Paul's um, response to the fact that that the Jews, whom he's trying to convert to belief in Jesus, when they push back against him, he just sort of dismisses them. Um, you know. Your blood be on your heads. I am clear of responsibility. From now on, I'm going to go to people who are going to listen to me is basically what he says. I'm going to go to the Gentiles. You know, and I think when we hear that, at least when I hear that, I kind of go like, wow, that's pretty strong. You know, you, you'd think he would say, well, can't we reconsider? Or maybe I should say it a different way. Or maybe there's, you know, can't we think about this a little bit? Or, or you're, are you sure you... No, there's no hesitation. There's no um, really concern on Paul's part. And I've often wondered about that because this happens several times in the Acts of the Apostles where, where he just very abruptly says, you won't listen, I'm going to someone who will. And what I, what, as I reflect on that, I think to myself, how often we spend a lot of energy in our faith life trying to reconsider, trying to convince, trying to be concerned about, worried about, wondering if we've done the right thing, wondering if we failed, how we failed, how we can do it differently, what did we do wrong, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, this, I think this, this first reading really gives us uh, an invitation to say, you know, what I have to do in my faith life, in my journey, is I have to keep my heart and my mind fixed on Jesus. And, you know, and for those of us who are Catholic, that means I also keep my heart and mind fixed on the church. And that I'm, I'm really required to steadfastly move forward with the energy that comes from the gift of the Holy Spirit. Um, if other people hear and listen... That's wonderful. Then we have something to celebrate and rejoice in. If they do not, I still have something to celebrate and rejoice in, and that is the gift of the resurrection and the gift of that spirit that is mine. In other words, my invitation to us is to, is to be less concerned about whether or not we're being heard, understood, whether or not people are listening, less concerned about what everybody else is doing in terms of their own response, and more concerned to make sure that I am living and proclaiming the good news in my own life. Not with a sense of, of self-righteousness, not with a sense of pride, but with a, a, a deep, humble awareness that God is with me in the power of his spirit and that I am called to continue to share and live the good news in my life regardless of how others around me respond.
Let us then open our hearts and minds, turn to the Lord, and ask him to hear us as we offer our needs. For all bishops, priests, and deacons, may God continue to sanctify and purify them in their sacred ministry. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all those in positions of political power, may the grace of God enable them to truly see the needs of those whom they serve. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For those who are struggling in their faith, may God look graciously upon them and the Holy Spirit help them grow in truth. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all of us gathered here through the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, may we faithfully live the truth of the gospel in all our actions and interactions. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all who have passed away in the hope of the resurrection, may they be welcomed into the victory of Christ. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we offer these prayers confident of your presence and the gift of your Son in our lives. We pray in his name and through the power of the Holy Spirit, one God living and reigning forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed be God forever. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. Blessed be God forever. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. May our prayers rise up to you, O Lord, together with the sacrificial offerings, so that purified by your graciousness, we may be conformed to the mysteries of your mighty love. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, at all times to acclaim you, O Lord. But in this time, above all, to laud you yet more gloriously, when Christ, our Passover, has been sacrificed. 
He never ceases to offer himself for us, but defends us and ever pleads our cause before you. He is the sacrificial victim who dies no more, the lamb once slain who lives forever. Therefore, overcome with paschal joy, every land and every people exults in your praise, and even the heavenly powers with the angelic hosts sing together the unending hymn of your glory as they acclaim. Holy he, holy he, holy Lord God of hosts, Heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, and all that you have created rightly gives you praise. For through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, by the power and working of the Holy Spirit, you give life to all things, and you make them holy, and you never cease to gather a people to yourself, so that from the rising of the sun to its setting, a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name. Therefore, O Lord, we humbly implore you, by the same Spirit, graciously make holy these gifts we have brought to you for consecration, that they may become the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. For on the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing. He broke the bread and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up. For you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith, we proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven, and as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray upon the oblation of your church and recognizing the sacrificial victim by whose death you willed to reconcile us to yourself, grant that we who are nourished by the body and blood of your Son and filled with this Holy Spirit may become one body and one spirit in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect, 
especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, the mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, and with all the saints on whose constant intercession in your presence we rely for unfailing help. May this sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. Be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church on earth with your servant, Francis, our Pope, Bishop-elect Peter, the Order of Bishops, all the clergy, and the entire people you have gained for your own. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family whom you have summoned before you. In your compassion, O merciful Father, gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world. To our departed brothers and sisters, and to all who were pleasing to you in their passing from this life, give kind admittance to your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory, through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on the world all that is good. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. At the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the, for the kingdom, kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. We offer each other a sign of peace, and if you're by yourself alone, extend that peace in your mind and heart to someone that you know needs it today. Lamb of God, you, you take, take away, away the, the sins, sins of the world. world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those who are called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof. 
but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. Behold, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Alleluia. The body of Christ. The body of Christ. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul, since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally. Come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there, and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty, ever-living God, who restores us to eternal life in the resurrection of Christ, increase in us, we pray, the fruits of this Paschal Sacrament. Pour into our hearts the strength of this saving food. We ask this through Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. We thank you for being with us, and just before we conclude Mass, we want to encourage you to remain with us um, throughout this, this next couple of hours. We have some wonderful interviews with the director of the Catholic Conference. Um, we have uh, interviews with religious sisters who minister to the dying. Um, there's that and more coming up, so we really encourage you to stay with us um, and, and enjoy these next couple of hours here on Real Presence Radio. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord with your life. Thanks be to God. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network.